be shocked if I put on something more comfortable. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Say hello to my little friend! Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Houston, we have a problem. What we've got here is... The Sadie has no friends. Except, except Sean. Podcast! Oh... <laughs> Sadie jumps the gun on every one of these shows. On, and I always do it way before the light. I just start talking. All right. Episode five. Welcome. It's Sadie has no friends except for Sean. And uh, it's the podcast. I think we should shorten it to just no friends. Eventually. No once friends. people understand that it's you that has no friends, then we're all right to do that. But I don't want people to think that I have no friends because I do have friends. That was not the original name. The original name was Sean and Sadie have no friends, but we uh, we had to work our way around it. And I just ended up being the only one without friends. <laughs> and I think now, well, this is the lamest because people are like, what's your podcast called? And I'm like, Sadie has no friends except Sean. Well, see, here's the deal. We're, we're, we're one thing that I want this podcast to be moving forward. And and it has been through the first four episodes, but I want it to be really honest and really transparent. Like when we talk, people know that we're telling the truth. Okay. Well, hit me with your Everything's on the table. The reason that we did it, quite frankly, Sadie is unemployed. She doesn't have a job. (laughs) This is her job at this point. And so she can do whatever the hell she wants. I do have a job. And I'm always afraid, like Sean's always afraid gonna come, that we're going to, yeah, somebody going to come after me and try to like, tell me that yeah, you found a podcast. You don't need to do your job anymore. We don't need to pay you. So this is okay. Sadie's well, if podcast. they weren't thinking that before, I, I worried they're going to think that now, now I'm on the worry train, but um, yeah, so we just had to get creative and it turned into Sadie has no friends and let's just roll with it. But I think that we need to shorten it at some point to no okay. friends. Listen oh. to this. Um, I've been getting emails. Remember this week I was talking about in an earlier episode, I got scammed. And, oh, yeah. uh, and somebody bought a bunch of stuff, including a $3,500 mattress, which I'm sleeping on a lumpy ass mattress every night. And this scam artist is sleeping in luxury. And I keep getting and I'm I'm collecting all of it because we're turning it all into the bank. But it's like, hey, Stephen, your bed is on its way and it's been shipped to get ready to sleep in comfort. And I'm like, you motherfucker. What do you think happens? So like, do you think the scammers actually get the bed or do they stop I mean, the process? Here's what I do, here's here's what I hope the bank does because it's it says the address of where the bed is being delivered now i hope i wouldn't have to fly down to i think it was in idaho i don't want to go to idaho to be like give me that mattress that belongs to me i don't i just i i'd spend the money that i it, you know yeah right Plus so i would assume they're going <laughs> and you probably be sleeping on a bed that has a lot of weird stains oh ew. no i'd be there for delivery day Anyway. Oh, you're going to get it right away. You're uh-huh. going to get it in the box. Yes, I am. Anyway, uh, so I keep getting these emails and it's pissing me off because it's like, you're about to get the best sleep of your life. And then I say under my breath, in jail. But yeah, who right. knows? I mean, they may never get caught and the bank will just give us our money back and they'll sleep in luxury. Because that that's how the for world the bank. works. I it's know. true. Feel bad for the bank. Normally, I wouldn't say that because banks will screw you as fast as they possibly can. But in this situation, that sucks for the bank because they're and the I, one that gets the hit on all this. You know, I'm going to say this. I love my bank and I'm going to tell you why I love it. 
This is not a bank commercial, uh, but I, I bank with blue and it is so good. It is, they are great to work with and they've been great through this whole thing. And you know why? Because they're not like a big bank conglomerate. You know what I mean? Like they're just, they're just a small, I I just dig them. They're really good. I've banked with Chase, which is a big bank conglomerate, like my whole life. The one time I got a thing in the mail that was like, if you open a checking account with us, we'll give you a hundred bucks. And at that <laughs> point in my life, when I was 17 years old, a hundred bucks was everything to me. I was like, I'm doing it. I'm in. And so I've Between been with that and donating that the, blood. How much booze were you able to buy? <laughs> uh, like one thing of mad dog 2020 you walked in the room and you're like daddy fat opened a checking account (laughs) (laughs) best hundred bucks chase ever spent because they've gotten plenty back from me over the years and they're not bad i don't even know why i say banks are crooks but i feel like they are some way somehow they're what there's a reason that they gave me the hundred bucks because they know they're going to get it back I don't well, know yeah, how because they every month they're like, uh, and I don't know if Chase does this, but sometimes with some banks, it'll be like every month there'll be just a fee, just a we're hanging on to your money fee. <laughs> and I'm like, what does that mean? I could hang on to my money, but we're hanging on to your money and we're going to need a little bit of money for that. And I'm like, but what is, isn't that what? Okay. Okay. And so blue doesn't do that. That's nice of blue. Maybe I'll have to switch over. If they offer me a hundred bucks tomorrow, I'll do it. You and your $100 scams. You know what scam I was reminded of the other day that I totally, this is where my scam life began. I think, do you remember Sean, when you would get those um, postcards in the mail or it would be like in a magazine where you could get 50 CDs for a cent or something. It was something insanely insane. Talk about a scam. Now you opened a banking app for a hundred dollars. I, put, I don't know how I did this. I was so young. I don't, but I filled out all the information and I got every damn CD, like 10 of them. Yeah. And I, did I don't it remember too. how I did it, but I never got, uh, well, I never on. got caught. Time, yeah. Time out though. What was the, what was the scam? I, I've often well, wondered that too. Like is, I got you the get CDs. That. Okay. You get the CDs and then what happens is every month they charge you for, it's like a CD of the month club. So then if I remember right, every month they would charge you. So they're like, Hey, we'll give you all of these CDs for $1 to lure you in. And then we have your information or whatnot. And I don't know how I got around that, but I got my CD. My parents probably got taken to collections and I had no idea, but, um, (laughs) My mom's like, what is this charge CD club? Uh, yeah. So that was a, that, that scam. I just, that was a scam. And I, I think a, a lot of people ran on. that. Yeah, that's true. I, I fell for it. I had a card early on, like from a young age, I, my parents made me get a job when I was 13. They didn't make me get a job when I was 13. That sounds bad. I, I think it was a, a mutual decision. They, they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're paying me ask get a job. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. there's somebody offering a 13 year old a job. So go ahead and get it. And so I, I got a job when I was 13. And um, so I had a card from a young yeah. age. And I think for the CD of the month thing, I put my own card and it's probably the same card, that same chase account I'm still using <laughs> to this day in my mid thirties. And every, I, I bet every- I'm still getting charged for the CDs now. I wonder if you look back at your bank statements and it's like 20 years of classic rock. (laughs) 
Sean's like, why do we keep getting Eagle CDs in the mail? (laughs) Those Eagle CDs are so good, though. They are, if you're going to get anything. But uh, that was a good time to be alive. That was a good time to be alive. There's probably people listening right now that don't even know what a CD is, which is crazy to me because it wasn't that long ago that CDs were everything. I had the big booklet in my truck and car and I would and if you wow wanted to girls to one with all this. song, you had to like find it in the book and pull it out. And it was like, ooh, don't touch the bottom. Don't yeah. touch it. And we all had that one friend that was a sloppy Sally and they'd be licking their fingers and touching the bottom of the CD and you're like, yeah. Uh, but then you'd put it in and you'd listen to the one song. And then now I feel like this song, beep, boop, beep. I'm surprised that people weren't just flying off the roads during CD time. Yeah, people get all pissed like, about texting and driving. CD and driving was way worse. <laughs> for real. Because you're thinking, what emotions am I feeling? What number is that song I'm looking for? You're digging through your book. I mean, it was just pure danger. We it live dangerously. It, 100%. You're not even kidding. I, I can't believe that I never got in a wreck messing with my CDs. <laughs> I was one of the guys, by the way, that I didn't lick the bottom of my fingers and clean the CD. I just got to the Ew! point where I'd, I'd no. hawk one on it and then oh! take my t-shirt, clean it. Ooh. True story. That's disgusting, Sean. It was pretty gross, but I needed the CD to be cleaned off, and I wanted to listen to that one Def Leppard song really bad. So <laughs> we went to great lengths to make it play. <laughs> You're such a nerd. I think there was one time like Shannon and I, when, cause we were high school sweethearts. And so there was a, there was many times where we just go park like at a park and I'd, I'd play, I'd play all my favorite CDs and we just like hang out. That was our date was listening to CDs. Oh, I thought you were going to say, you know, that's you listen to your CDs and I'm like, I, you don't have to be that honest. I know you'd like to be honest, but that's pretty damn honest. Um, well, I mean, we have three kids. We have fornicated before. <laughs> three times. <laughs> At least. And it's, yeah, Boone's five. <laughs> so it's been five years, six years. I said I'd be honest on this show. No, when is the last time? I don't know. <laughs> Will Channing get mad? There's some things. There, I don't want to make Channing mad. <laughs> No, I don't think she'd be mad. I'm just, there's just some things that some people probably don't care to know, quite frankly. Like, they don't need to know the last time that. I don't know. Yeah, they don't I need to know. know. <laughs> they, they don't know. <laughs> just throw it out there. Throw a number. <laughs> How many days? 60? Uh, 90? Let's pretend no, this is paying like a bill. Long. We sleep in the same bed. I mean, if, at some point, like human <laughs> Human wants and needs. Human and wants and needs, meaning <laughs> you just rub up against it her. It over. Fire. I just hope that my, obviously as a guy, my human wants and needs are probably a lot more than hers. And so at once every 70 days, 80 days, she's finally like, all right. So fine. what's funny is when I said 90, you were like, no, that's crazy. You're, that's, <laughs> that's three months. I never, it's about every 80 days. <laughs> We're not on like a consistent calendar. There are times where it happens more consistently. And then there's times where it's just like, shoot, man, it's been two months. (laughs) (laughs) It's so hard. But don't you think it's because you and I, uh, you pointed out the other day, I am older than you. I'm 40 and you're 37. But we each have three kids in different stages of life. 
and I'm just so tired. Don't you just like, I just, I'm so tired. I feel like if I, if I have a free minute, I, I just want to look out of a window quietly. (laughs) That's all, that's all I want to do. And so I don't know. It's just, I think we're in this long stretch of road. That's really hard because we're tired. I'm tired. You're putting words in my mouth again. I, I'm not a morning person. And so in the mornings from like, I get up at (laughs) six between six 30 and seven and until, until about 9. AM I'm pretty tired. Like I just, and subconsciously, I'm always thinking like, how many hours of sleep did I get last night? I must not have gotten enough sleep. I must not have slept through the night. I must've been tossing and turning. Why am I so tired? And then by nine o'clock, I'm good. I'm energized and I'm ready to go. And I on it, I'm one of those guys that as long as I'm not like sitting around doing nothing, I can stay up till midnight or 1am every single night. And I'm fine. If I lay down, I'm tired. But as long as I'm going, I'm good. And so only in the mornings am I tired. The rest of the day, I'm usually... You're like, go, 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 go. Have you ever had like, uh, I don't know. I mean, do you ever... You say, It sounds like you not only run around a lot, but you think constantly. Yeah, you I just explained to me that you wake up in the morning and you're already like, your brain is running. Yeah, oh, dude. Which is well. why, obviously, you're explaining that why you can't perform coitus in the morning because... <laughs> <laughs> And Sean, you didn't have to tell us that story just to explain that in the morning you can't get winky up. We all support you. You're more of an afternoon, evening fella. Shannon does. She gets up a lot earlier than me. And so there's never an opportunity in the morning. I feel like it probably wouldn't be very good for anybody involved if it happened in the morning anyways, because again, I'm that morning. Uh. Yeah. Just like until mm-hmm. nine o'clock, leave the winky alone. It, just, it doesn't want to do anything. <laughs> oh, please. Hey, if it's seven 30, she was like, come on, winky. You'd muster up winky. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. It depends if we're in like a 70 or 80 day run or if it's been, <laughs> <laughs> it's been two days. You're like, damn woman. Yeah, I'm good. I'm fine. Yeah, goodness. We just did it like seven days ago. Can you leave me alone? It's like an Indian rug burn. (laughs) Speaking of all of this, there are people that are sitting on pins and needles wanting Uh you to tell about swingers. A couple of of episodes ago, you promised that you were going to tell us because you supposedly have some sort of swinger expertise. But all you did was peace. So what do you know about swinging? Hang on. I don't, I don't, first of all, I just want to say, I don't judge anyone if they swing. I don't, I don't judge anyone for anything, quite frankly, unless you're jacking around with me and my family or my friends, Like, do whatever the, whatever the heck you want. Yeah. I mean, yes, but it's fascinating. So you've heard that upside, upside down pineapple. Yeah. I didn't know that one. I think that's like common. That's their like logo. Yeah, but here's my thing. Could you have picked a weirder logo? Like if you want to be incognito, you're going to like an upside down pineapple. That's that's stupid. I don't know that that's necessarily they're wanting to be incognito, though. I think you're reading the situation wrong. I think it's like a signal. It's like the instead of raising a big old flag in your yard, it's it's simpler to, to just turn your pineapple that's hanging from your door upside down to say, hey, neighbors, guess what we're into? So I learned another one and it's white rocks painted and left on your porch. And I figured I'd learned this over the summer because Murphy had 
I don't know. She painted a bunch of rocks and they were left on our porch because we were outside in the front yard. And <laughs> and then I started thinking, damn, for like four months, there were rocks painted outside my door. We didn't even get one knock, not one knock, not That's one harder to see, secret though. sexy letter, not one. We were, I guess, unintentionally putting the vibe out there and no one was yeah, but the, how big are the rocks? Are these boulders that people can see from the sidewalk? Or are they little see, tiny that's rocks? That's the thing. I'm not in the world enough to know how big the rocks have to be. So well, are you, you can't, saying that's probably why? Yeah, you can't see them. If it's a normal size rock and it's sitting on your porch, uh, if somebody's Some in of your the rocks uh, were a little bit bigger, but on your sidewalk, you, they can't see that. If you really want to cause attention, you got to get a big pineapple and you got to turn it upside down on your door. Let's I actually do it. I Would have you a, do it if I do it? Well, here's but the then thing. what happened. Then we what should have a contest. That's a good idea. Let's have a contest and see who gets hit on by swingers first. <laughs> We're both. I'll go order them on Amazon. You've put a lot of money into this podcast and I've invested in zero. And so I'll go, I'll go buy some pineapples, two big ones on two big ones on Amazon. We're both going to put them upside down on our door. First one to get hit on wins but how does this work in the world of swinging does somebody come up to your door and like knock on it and say i see you have an upside down pineapple like i don't understand how that works you're the freaking expert here you said and all you know is the painted white rock hang on let me look it up yeah you should but here i think this is how it works i don't think that they're just going to come knocking on your door because the wind could blow your pineapple upside down on accident and you didn't mean to have it that way and so they're not just going to be knocking on your door naked ready to go okay you ready can i finish my theory first (laughs) yeah sorry i jumped in and then i looked i think they're probably just going to get a little bit more friendly for a while to feel you out okay you can get so yeah the number one thing is Upside down pineapple is the number one. We what about this that. pompous grass? That's surprising. Oh shoot! To me. I do have lots of pompous grass. Do you you do? Yeah. Well, has anyone been knocking on your door? <laughs> I, why would anyone think that? Every normal person in the world landscapes with pompous grass. That can't <laughs> okay, be wait. just. Well, they got pompous grass. They want to do me and my wife. Now, if you if you're in a situation where you don't have a home that you can put a pineapple at, if you wear a black ring. That's supposed to signal to people the black mm. ring. Okay. Uh, garden little... gnomes, which I find unfair because I mean, elderly people have those, yeah. you know, I actually have uh, friends in high school. This is, this is a short, true story as I go off subject for a minute, but I need to get yeah. it off my chest. Go. So there was a big story in Greeley, Colorado, my hometown. It was a big story. Like the Greeley Tribune ran a story about it every day because everyone in Greeley, their garden gnomes were getting robbed. <laughs> and they couldn't figure out who the garden gnome robber was. I wasn't, it wasn't me, but um, my friends, like close friends, one day there was a football game in high school. And after the football game, we went over to this rich kid's house, rich friend. And he's like, Hey, I got to show you something. And he goes like, it was a pine tree, but it was so big that you could go inside of it. And so we went what? inside the pine tree, hundreds and thousands of garden gnomes. I was like, Oh shit, it's you. And then every time I saw the story in the Greeley Tribune, I was like, dude, I should I say something? Cause now I'm associated with it. I did not narc. I don't know that they ever found him. He probably still has them. And so, yeah, I know. Well, what he probably ended up moving out and his parents were like, what, what the fuck right. are all these gnomes doing here? You know what? It probably landed on them to figure it out. 
And now his parents are getting laid more than anyone in Greeley because garden gnomes get you swinging friends. Oh, man. Putting it out there. And they say also, if you have a swing, like an old fashioned like swing with a wooden seat hanging on a tree, that is the international sign that I do not believe because I'm like, no way. That's like a kid thing. And that's weird. All of these are dumb. those streams, you know, all of these are really dumb. All of these 100 percent coincidence. All of these things are normal things that normal people have. And that's coincidence. You've got to have something that is like, whoa, why would they have that? Because they're swingers. Yeah, because I've seen a lot of people with black rings and I don't I've never heard that that's what that means. I always just thought some people liked black rings. They did. That's exactly it. They do. And so you can't have that. That's how you get confused. And that's how you don't find your prey because now your prey is like mixed in with normal stuff that. And so if you really want to find something, you really want to stand out. It's going to have to be something super crazy. Do you ever go and look on Craigslist anymore? Craigslist to me got a little, it was a little scary and sketchy. It was like the wild, wild West, you know? And then we got Facebook marketplace for us weak bitches. But you got something on Craigslist and they were like, meet me at 8 p.m. in the Walgreens parking lot. I bought a pair of concert tickets once off of Craigslist and that's literally what it was. It was meet me in a Walgreens parking lot at night and I'll give you these tickets. How I haven't been murdered, I don't know, but I did it. To their credit, though, like you don't want people knowing where your house is. I sold a junker car once on Craigslist and I wanted to meet at a walmart parking lot at late at night i did what if this car breaks down i don't want them to know where i live they're gonna come shoot me for (laughs) selling them a car that sucks and so i like i like doing that i like selling stuff on marketplace occasionally because then what happens is i'm always like oh i'm gonna be gone at that time when you want to pick it up just leave the money under the mat and uh, i'll push the chair or whatever and put (laughs) it on the front porch because even if i am there i just I can't do it. I can't, I can't do it. I'm such a shut in of a human being. Like if the doorbell rings, I hit the ground so fast. I'm the opposite. I'm like ready to fight. Cause I think it, no robber or no bad person's ever going to ring the doorbell and be like, Hey, I'm here. But that's what I always think in my no, mind. I, I'm, no, always listen, like, I'm not scared. I just don't, I don't want to talk. I know. I just, I, I understood what you're saying. I'm just saying I am scared. I'm always thinking it's the bad guy. <laughs> and so I'm ready to go like World War Three is about to happen at my door. And it's the mailman just with a certified piece of mail that I got to sign for. He's like, why you got a pistol and a knife? <laughs> <laughs> what does that tattoo on your chest mean? <laughs> But I think on Craigslist, it's still there. I know that because I do a segment on my radio show every week where it's called Misconnections from Craigslist. (laughs) And I just find the craziest one that I can find and I read it on the air. Um, I have to think on Craigslist, there's got to be like a group of uh, a swingers group. There's got to be. There's a category for it. There is? Shut up. There's all kinds of categories. There's so there's categories like men looking for women and women looking for men and women looking for women and then couples looking for extras. It's it's a thing. No way. I'm so sheltered on Facebook Marketplace. But oh, no, but I got to jump over. There's there's got to be there's got to be like scams on there too, I would assume. Like, I would I would think a lot of it. 
if you're a if you're a fat dude that plays video games in your grandma's basement and doesn't have any friends and you go on craigslist and you find this good looking couple that's looking for a third like they're not just going to open the door and be like come on in buddy jump yeah. in I there's got to be a screening process yeah, and like, then that would suck if say they were like okay meet at this restaurant for a drink and then you show up and they're like this isn't gonna work that would be that would be horrific we have to make this easier for people. <laughs> Sean, maybe this is the way we get rich is by creating some way to, to really, I don't know. How would we do that? I bet there's an I, I'm app. I'm sure that there's an app already. Yeah. I was just going to say, I'm going to look it up. There's, there's Tinder, which is for one-on-one hookups and there's grinder, which is for the, the people who like the same sex hookups. And I'm sure that there's probably one that's like, threesome is there a okay is there a swinger app swinger app well it didn't pop up right away google (laughs) adult sites for couples yeah you see online couples oh it's called adult friend finder oh and there's one called swap finder wow I wonder I'm how busy they are. So, like how many people so are into this sort of thing. The other thing that's going to be a problem at this point now is, you know, and I'm not putting my tinfoil hat on. This is just the truth of the matter because everybody's seen it. When you talk about anything, yeah. all of a sudden your computer and your social media and everything oh, hurts you and it. you get ads. And so now both of our, our spouses are going to be like, why is every one of your ads on Facebook? For no, swimming? Ryan's going to start bringing me breakfast in bed. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what you've been up to, but I think you should keep looking. Um, Men's Health, which is a pretty good magazine. I mean, that's at like the doctor's office, did a story, the 14 best swingers app, swinger apps and websites for people. And that's where I'm like, holy shit, there's 14? Okay, there's one, there's an one called SDC Swingers Date Club. There's Swap Finder. There's, there's three fun. Ah, I got to get off this because I'll get sucked into it. And then they'll be like, here's like a Facebook and I will go and then I'll read all the comments and it'd be, I'm going to, and then like an hour goes by. I got to get a life, Sean. I I'd see here's the problem that I would run into if I accidentally had an upside down pineapple or something like that. We've established that I'm really bad at confrontation. And I'm really bad at saying no. And so somebody would just like point blank ask me and I can't say no because I don't want to hurt their feelings. And so I'm going to get sucked into swinging. You are going to get sucked in. I hope the people that ask you aren't aren't horrible or stinky people. That's another job I can't do where if you had to deal with stinky people, can't do it. Can't do it. Now that I'm on now that I'm out of the job that I've done forever and I'm looking at real jobs, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. There might be stinky people or, you know, I really think a good job for me, which I think I'd like to work in the back of a store and like tag clothes. You know, you put your headphones on. Huh? Yeah, th- there would be stinky people back there for sure, though. What do you think stinky people are doing? They're having jobs like that where they don't have to be They're around like, people. We're gonna They're put in the you back. In the back of the house. If you have a job and they just always want you to stock in the back, that's because you're a stinky person, I guess. <laughs> that's true. But- have you ever worked with a stinky person before? I have. Yeah. It's in radio, hard. it happens because the people that like set up our remote broadcasts and the like the tents when we're at events and things like that, that's a minimum wage job. 
And oftentimes yeah. you get people who aren't the highest of class. There are, there may be people who are listening right now who have done that job. They call it radio promotions and I, there's good ones because yeah. oftentimes it's how you get in the door as well. If you want a career in radio. Yeah, but I have to you tell you for years and years, I would do live remotes and the, tr like the, the, Set up people who had the, you know, the best stories to tell. It's good to have somebody super buttoned up and like, and, you know, but I also like the people where the whole time I could just ask them questions. We've had a couple where, well, we did what in my last place where, wow, the stories they would tell. I remember one guy, he was telling me that he and his wife were getting a divorce but uh, at night, she didn't know he was sneaking in through the basement window to sleep on the couch. And then before the sun comes up, he's crawling out of the window. And I mean, it was just the stories they told. It's a whole new world, Sean. It is a whole new world. Again, that, that some of these people are it, it was a better alternative than working at, at Taco Bell, which, again, is not a, a bad I worked at Taco work. Bell. Yeah, Sean. it's fine. There's plenty of great people that work at Taco Bell. But also it's kind of one of those jobs where if you can't find anything else and you stink yeah. and you you don't have your stuff together. <laughs> oh, my God, you you're pissing off get. every Taco Bell worker, which if you're listening and you're offended by Sean right now. I'm one of you. I was a gordita maker and uh, I loved it. And it wasn't even like a real Taco Bell. It was gas station Taco Bell. Uh, but it was in Wellington. It was the funnest job. When you're young and you're like 16, everything is just fun. That's true. And it's fun. Like these people, the stinky people that set up tents for radio, like they, I'm sure that they have great intentions too. And it's a lot of fun. You get to hang out with people like us all the time. You know what I love about this podcast, Sean? It's like your emotional release, your anger, where you cannot say it to somebody, you're a stinky person. And that's why you're, you're in the back of the house. And so you do it here. And look how, how long until one of us gets canceled and the other person has to do. I don't have a job. I don't know how much more canceled you can get from that. It's all riding on you. That's baby. true. They can't, they can't shut off a podcast, right? You can say anything you want. You can have, you can, can have everyone in the world hate you and you can just keep on doing a podcast. And yeah. I guess that's no our plan. Listen. <laughs> we need to end it here. Is that it? That's it. 30 minutes. Yeah.